Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitch and Finley, 1 o'clock. Um, if anybody knows where Jeff Walker is, let me and or Landfill know. Uh, we think he may have had to run to the bathroom. Also possible he just left. Possible he's out looking for designated party zones for the day the sale gets announced. Right now, though, for us, time to get to the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Time to welcome in our friend, Mr. Rick Snyder. Of course, you can read his work here at 1067 The Fans website. Rick, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, just walking the mean streets of Alexandria the other day. Um, wouldn't it be nice if there was a stadium in Alexandria? Wasn't that supposed to be the plan at one point? Well, Potomac Yards, which I guess is part of Alexandria. Yeah, they they had a press conference and everything, and then the northern, you know, the Richmond legislature said, "We're going to spend all that money on the border of Virginia for up there. Forget that," and they wouldn't do it. So uh, they killed the deal. Um, so I want to. There's a bunch of things I want to discuss with you. I'm always fascinated by by your take on the ownership stuff because you've been through this a few times. But I, I wanted to start with a story you wrote last week about Bobby Bethard. Um, you it was on the the fan website and it still is. It's, it's, it was really interesting. I think last week we really talked about Bobby Bethard's accomplishments and, and uh, hell, winning four Super Bowls, going to six. I mean, the amount of Hall of Famers, the amount of the amount of Pro Bowl players. I mean, this guy knows how to scout, knew how to scout football players. But the the story of Dan Snyder trying to bring him back to the then Redskins really kind of stood out to me. Can you tell that story for everybody? So when Snyder, you know, fires Castley right off and doesn't have a plan B, and he eventually they, they go, "Well, we'll get Bobby Bethard," you know, because he knew that name at least. And so, uh, you know, they talked to Bethard, and uh, they made him an offer, and Bethard was going to consider it. And then they said, you got one hour. And, okay, one hour? Well, that kind of ticked Bobby off. But what really killed the deal was Snyder's lawyer would call every 10 minutes and go, you got 40 minutes left. You got 30 minutes left. And they were like, the hell with you. (laughs) So that was the end of that. How How early into Snyder's ownership was this? Was this to be the first GM? Well, yeah, he would have been there before Vinny. I don't remember exactly the date, but uh, yeah, it was very early in it. You know, Snyder doesn't, still doesn't know names, but he knew that one because who doesn't know Bobby? And Bobby had retired, uh, so he was just out there. 
So, you know, it was a classic move by them, you know, because they, they just he had a bunch of henchmen he brought over from Snyder Communications who just thought they could bully everybody and be ugly. I mean, you were ugly people, to be honest. And and so it was very much in character of what was going on everywhere throughout the building. I, I mean, to try to bully a guy like Bobby Bethard, who has legitimate Hall of Fame credentials at that point, even though he wasn't in until later, what does that say about the Snyder ownership that we've all experienced now for close to three decades? Uh, it, they never respect anybody. And I remember someone was here being interviewed for a job, and one of the other employees walked in to talk to Snyder, and when he left, Snyder said, I hate that guy. He's fat. And my friend said, well, <laughs> you know what? I'm not working for a guy who talks like that. You know, But it's just very common as to what went on. And, you know, there was an anti-smoking ban even back then. And Snyder would get all these guys, and they just smoke, you know, cigars everywhere in the building, stank. They just had a total disregard for everybody. Ugly people can't – I was going to retire, JP. I was going to retire right after the season. But when Snyder said they're selling, I thought, I'm sticking around now. I want to see something good for once. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, I've actually heard a story, and, and you'll remember the name. I want to say it's – is it Drasner? D- Dasner? Who was his partner? Yeah, yeah Drasner. You talking about the keys of the car story? No, but now I want to hear that one. I heard a story. I think they were in an office building. I want to say it was New York. I don't remember exactly where, where they weren't allowed to smoke, and they just smoked anyway. And somebody was like, hey, man, uh, you could get in serious trouble for this. He's like, not when you've paid off X, Y, and Z so that they don't come and check you out for smoking. Is that, yeah. I, I don't know the right names or anything, but does that sound like something that would make sense? Yeah, I mean, Fred Drasner ran the uh, New York Post back then. And okay. he used to yell. He would yell at me. I could never work for his paper, and I would say something ugly back. I mean, but, all right, here's the good story with Drasner. All right, so Drasner needs to go pick up somebody up at Carlisle, and he wants the keys to one of the Redskins' cars to go get them. And the, the guy who worked for Marty said, listen, i got to get Marty's permission first. He says, I own the team, like he like he said, I, I can't do this if Marty will fire me. So Drasher goes out onto the practice field as practice is starting and starts picking a fight with Marty and yelling at him. And Marty's like, you don't talk to my people that way. And it got into a, this big, ugly fight where everybody's warming up. And after that, Drasner went to Snyder and said, we got to fire this guy. And by 0-3, they had decided to fire him. Got to 0-5, finished 8-8, eight and eight, and they fired him. You know, So that's the craziness that went on like that. Yeah, I'd heard a story with Marty, and I guess it was Drasner about a motorcycle, about he would, like, pull his motorcycle down to the practice field, and Schottenheimer said, get this guy the hell out of here. Have you? Is that sound about right? I don't remember that one, but why not, you know? You're right. I mean, I, I remember Brian Schottenheimer, was Marty's son, uh, was dating a young woman in PR, and Snyder had a just a big fit about that and said, ban, you know, anybody dating and Marty said, my son wants to date her. He can. It got into a big fight. I remember that because Brian was just named an OC somewhere yesterday. So. Yeah, he's been bouncing I around mean, for a while now, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, all these stories, JP, they're all true. <laughs> I mean, that's the early days were just insane around here. I can only imagine because I saw really the, and, and I guess we're all still seeing, but kind of the second half of Dan's ownership, fairly up close and personally, and... It was still pretty wild, so I can only imagine what the wild days were like. 
I can't even tell some of the stories because I'm not spending retirement with lawyers. <laughs> what um, you've heard, it's just a piece of it. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. So let's talk about what matters now is going forward. Um, as somebody that covered this stuff when Jack and Cook's estate was selling and Snyder eventually bought it, what do you believe is happening now? I mean, the news today is that Dan Snyder's Potomac Mansion is is on the market. Yeah, I heard about that at least a month ago. Surprised it was fifty mil. I mean, it's uh, been on and off the market for years, yeah. right? Like, it, it, right. You, this thing's been available. Should you have the cash? Yeah, you see the King of Jordan's house. I think it was. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Yeah. Snyder cut down all these trees to the Potomac, and which was against the rules, and he got fined. But he wanted the view. I mean, so there's another story. Uh, you know, I can't wait till he goes to England and works, and and uh, get, let the British press get a piece of him. I mean, he'll, he'll pray for us to come. Uh, you know, it's it's just always like this. So, you know, the, the last time there really were there were some betters uh, suitors for this, but you know, a lot of things happened at one time when the sale happened, and that was like Cleveland came into the league and had a big admission fee in there. The big first big TV contract came around. The team was moving to a new stadium, and so they went from what they expected to be two hundred fifty million dollars, ended up going for eight hundred. And, it, and if it had fallen apart again, there, uh, Fred Smith was ready to go to a billion if it came back to the market. But because Gunny Milstein had, was a straw buyer, really, he didn't want to put any money down, and the NFL eventually rejected him. Uh, Snyder said, I'll take over the deal as the junior partner, and it kept it from being back on the market. The trustees were glad to just be done with this. They were getting 10% as part of their, their deal. They were splitting up that. So, I mean, they just wanted to sell it. So it would have gone for a billion then. Uh, there's just a lot of revenue enhancers all of a sudden, you know, the stadium name, all that kind of stuff. Right. So that's why it went for so much more than everybody thought. And John Cook, contrary to belief, was not a real bidder. He was a straw bidder because he got 10% inheritance of the price. So by pretending to try and, you know, really bid for it, he got the other side up more. Uh, and there were plenty of people who went to John Cook and said, I will be, you know, your partner. They wouldn't do it. Why didn't listen to him? Um, so where we are now, we're talking with our friend, Rick Snyder has been covering the commanders for many years, knows things inside and out, especially when it comes to kind of these ownership transitions. I I don't know that I've asked you this, maybe we've done it in person, but certainly not on the air. Do you believe this thing is going to get fully sold? Yeah. I don't think there's any way out for Snyder. I mean, he wants to keep a couple percent or something, but why would you even do that? But um, but he's got to sell majority control, and if he doesn't want to, the NFL is going to make him. I mean, this, this is a this is a done deal as far as that part goes. He's not holding on his team. I know people are worried about it and worried this will fall through, but it's not. It's going to go forward because uh, the NFL wants it to go forward. Whether it's Bezos or whoever, uh, they're tired of all this stuff with Dan. And yeah, I tell Dan, take your billions, go to England, have jolly good time, leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean – I tend to agree with you. Do you have a thought on a next owner? Do you think it could be Bezos at the last second, just coming in and putting down the biggest stack of cash the world's ever seen? Well, it's certainly sitting there as one of the options. And, I mean, Josh Harris, who owns a couple teams, you know, the Jersey team and the Philly team, uh, I think he's there. I like the guys out in California, the Clear Lake equity guys. You know, they were second to Denver's bid. I think they're in there. I think there's somebody I haven't been able to see yet, 
uh, on that, I, I have a feeling there's somebody out there. There's got to um, be. I almost imagine there's got to be like a bidder that no one's aware of, right? Because the Clear Lake right. Capital people, they had a deal with Fred Smith and and um, Rothman and Shar to buy their forty percent, and Snyder was able to kind of veto that and buy it with the loan from the league. But they're also in on Chelsea with Bowley, and I've reported first, like I know this, that Bowley pulled out. So there's got to be, there are other billionaires out there that would like a football team in Washington. Yeah, it's going to get interesting. I think we're a week away from really starting to see what happens, and that's because the league is really trying to suppress it until after the Super Bowl. But what happens then is when they start to really weed it out, I expect the losing bidders to come a call into the media. This is what happened last time, too, because they want to know some inside stuff that maybe I or you know. And now, all of a sudden, we're going to start horse trading information. This is how it works. And that's how it works last time. I used to be in hotels with people you wouldn't imagine I was talking to who wouldn't answer my phone calls for months. Suddenly, they want to get back in this game and got to find it out. That's when you find out who's real and what's going on. So I think we're a week or two away from that. Yeah, I you know, it's funny as we always heard it would heat up after the Super Bowl, and here we are, the Super Bowl Sunday. Roger Goodell, I believe, is gonna hold a press conference Wednesday. I, I think the league will want to keep everything wrapped up until a week from today, like next Monday morning, and then the conversations are really gonna start. Um, you know, if you had to guess, we know that the first round of bids came in just before Christmas. Um just the normal process for something would be final bids. You know, if well, every, if everybody's talking about March, you got to get those final bids in sometime soon, and then Bezos might just have his own timeline. I don't think March is, is written in stone by anybody. You know, they can. I mean, Snyder's deal was done in June. You know, you just you'd like to be done in March because you'd like the team to be able to compete for free agency and all that kind of stuff. But it's not going to be a simple round bid. I mean, they're going to keep going. You know, these kind of guys. If you if you turn down some bids, you might lose a half million dollars. You know, as it goes up. Right. I mean, it's like the real estate market that I was involved in. We'd have best and final offers. Everybody bring it in. You saw three people there. You'd do it again. And they were like, well, I thought that was the best round. Yeah, well, whatever. If you don't want to bid again, don't. Right. So right. It'll, it'll happen again. And I expect it to go over seven. Uh, how much more? I'm not sure. You know, the price of the new stadium is going to suppress us a little bit because uh, whoever does it is going to have to put up another three bill or so. That's all. starting to get real money now. What do you think it's, happens with the stadium? You think they get back to RFK? I think they have a good chance just because the next owner, especially if it's Bezos, what the D.C. government wants in the end, and Snyder would not give them, was they want to share the wealth of this situation in a lot of different ways. They want different things to the community and and such. Snyder was sort of like, all the money is mine. Well, (laughs) then screw you. That's how they felt. But now they want grocery stores are a big hot topic item with the D.C. politicians. And Bezos owns Whole Foods. We can put one every block. Who cares? You know, he can do some things like that. He can buy a forest out in, you know, the mountains and trade it for the RFK spot. I mean, there's those kind of things. He's a unique bidder that can do that. And I think it's it's got a real chance. You know, if you do a dome stadium there, you do 100 events a year, now you're talking jobs in the community too. You know, there's a lot of money that can flow through that whole area. And so you'd be stupid not to do it. And they've been waiting. Notice nothing's there. They've had their time. I was over there a couple weeks ago, and it's staggering 
the the piece of land, the piece of property, the river, the stadium, like it's all there. It just needs it just needs money and support from the city, probably from that immediate neighborhood and and somebody that has the juice and the cash to get it done. And and I so obviously Bezos can do that, but I I would guess there are others that could get that done. Snyder Yeah, Josh Harris. Not Josh Harris could do that. Right. Yeah, I Josh agree. Harris I think could do that. Yeah, now Snyder just wanted to be the greedy NFL baron that took it all. Well, they're not doing it. So I think that, you know, everything it'll turn out to be a really nice project if it goes. I think you'll lose some of those parking lots to community projects or whatever. So you're not gonna have as much parking, but you they do have a second metro stop there, which would be above ground. It never used it, but it is right there. Uh, I've had the GM walk me to it. And, you know, so so you can bring more people in that way, too. You know, maybe keep Lot 8 down by the river and all that. But this is, you know, this is about transit and location more than tailgating. I'm sorry you can't, you know, do all your burgers out there. But that's a part of the, you know, that's a a sacrifice you make for not having to drive the Dumfries. (laughs) Or you can have all the land you want. God, Dumfries would be such a disaster. I'm um, talking with Rick Snyder. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at Rick Snyder. And and what's your YouTube page? Is it Rick Snyder? Yeah, it's Rick Snyder's Washington. Rick Snyder's over Washington. 11, over 11 million views now. So That's awesome, I, I man. I post videos every day. Yeah, Good people, for you. People come to me all the time. It's really weird. I've been doing this 45 years. <laughs> and now I'm a TV star. Yeah, kind of weird. <laughs> um, who's going to be the offensive coordinator? We'll talk a little bit of football here. I don't know. I, uh, if I had to throw my money down right now, uh, um, the quarterback's coach, Sam Peasy, would be my guess. That is think a lot such an underwhelming answer. Well, it's only for a year. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, who's gonna, would the enemy come here for a year? I mean, even if they threw the money at him, which I don't know that they will because you're still under Dan Snyder's dime and you don't have a nickel you know, that you want to spend on this right now. So you keep Zampezi, you keep the same language, you keep, you know, that rookie quarterback who knows what's going on. I, I could see it. See, I, I think they would go after Shermer, but I, I could be wrong too. I mean, the the are, are you concerned that they've taken this long to make the hire? No, I mean, there's other teams out there too like this. It's been a slower than usual process, uh, I think, this year for all the openings that were around. Agreed. So, hey, listen, they looked for 50 people, and then they finally came out with Jim Zorn. So if you wait long enough, <laughs> it's worth it. Um, last one. All right, I got two more. Uh, is Sam Howell QB1 or just the one QB on the roster? Well, <laughs> both, I guess. But I like him. I like him a lot since I watched the camps last year. This guy's a baller. You know, you know the interesting part about the interesting thing about Bobby Bessard is the first Super Bowl is 36 players were free agents on that roster. Hey, more than half the team. He found ballers. He didn't care about picks. you know. And that's what Sam Howell is. He's a baller. This kid will be fine if they look, give him the chance. Don't keep changing coordinators and coaches and all these other things you know, that go into it that have ruined several prospects in the past. I think Sam, I think he has the right to compete for QB1. Who they bring in, I don't know. But, you know, Rivera always preaches about he needs this quarterback, and yet every year, here we go again. You know, it's, it's his biggest – quarterbacks usually make or break coaches, and that'll be uh, Rivera's legacy too. Uh, who do you like in the Super Bowl? 
Philly. I, I just think they're a little better. And I think their pass rush will – you know, Mahomes is a little hobbled. I mean, come on. I couldn't believe how well he played the other day. Let that pass rush of Philly try and start hitting him, hit him and see what happens. I mean, Hassan Reddick was on fire in the NFC title game. Rick, thank you so much for the time, man. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. That is Rick Snyder. Give him a follow at Snide underscore remarks on Twitter. Rick Snyder's Washington on YouTube. We come back. Let's touch on the NBA. Should the Wizards be buying or selling with the trade deadline coming up? Plus, Stephen A. and Jason Williams about to fistfight? Let's find out. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.